I'm joined by Britton Peel, who's here to talk with me about his review of Sticks, Master of Shadows. I'm Justin McElroy, and this is Polygon's Quality Control. Britton Peel, thank you so much for joining me here on the uh, on the show on Quality Control. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Uh, you reviewed Sticks for uh, GameSpot. That's correct. I, yes, I did. Uh, I was reading over your review, and I just want to ask you a couple of questions, as we are wont to do here on uh, Quality Control. Uh, we didn't review this one on Polygon, so I thought, hey, let's reach out. Let's reach outside the the family. Oh, to, I'm glad uh, you did. I'm happy to do. So here's here's my first question that I completely kind of took me by surprise. Apparently, there's a tie between this game and another focus game called uh, uh, Orcs and Men. Is that is? Can you explain the connection, or or is this something people need to be aware of going into this this game? I I don't think people need to be aware of it. Uh, I actually haven't. I'm aware of Orcs and Men, but I haven't played it. Um, so, and, and I understood the plot and everything just fine. I, it, it kind of serves as a prequel of sorts. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I read up on some of the plot and stuff just to make sure I wasn't missing anything, but, uh, th- there's hardly any connection there. So it, it's, if you're a big fan of Orcs and Men, then, uh, you might get a little something extra, but it's, it's not required. Styx is a goblin, right? He's a little goblin. Fella. Yeah. He's actually the first goblin, the which first is kind of interesting. But that's about as interesting <laughs> as he gets in some ways. Um, I I played a little bit of this game, and and the thing that kind of struck me uh, as I was playing is once you get sort of past the initial area, uh, this is a stealth game, um, and once you get past the initial area, we're just kind of sneaking through. Um, it opens up into some like really big environments, like bigger than I think a lot of people would be used to in a stealth game, or like. Um, uh, for 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 this type, did you did you find that daunting initially, or did you like sort of the variety uh, or the the variety of options that provided you? Uh, initially, I found it really exciting because uh, I really like stealth games that give you a lot of options about where to go and uh, what you're going to do, and if if it seems like you actually have a big open world in front of you rather than just linear hallways, uh, I, I find that really exciting. Um, but uh, unfortunately, it's, some of those big spaces uh, get cramped down pretty quickly. You find yourself in uh, more cramped spaces. So uh, th- th- there are a few places that are nice and big and open, and those are great. But uh, it- it's not quite as open as I wanted it to be in the end. Um, but 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 yeah, I, I, it was something that initially when I, I got past that initial area and it kind of opens up on this big like city looking uh, environment and there's castles and you're kind of high above everything and it it almost tricks you into making it look like you can go wherever you want to go and, and in fact elements of the story kind of make it feel like an open world game like o- almost like a. Uh, there's almost something Castlevania-esque about going back to places, but it, it the way the mission structure works, I, I think, doesn't take advantage of the world as much as it could have. One of the things that drives me crazy about stealth games um, uh, is that is when I'm constantly sort of being made to feel like a failure 
as I'm playing. Like I'm I'm not playing it as well or as cool as as I could. I think um, Dishonored handled this really well in that you, you know you can take a stealth approach, but once you if that falls apart, um, you you aren't made to f- you still feel lethal. You still feel like you're playing the game correctly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how how does sticks handle uh, being caught and did you have that feeling a lot of times like you were you know you had been set up for failure yeah that was actually one of my biggest disappointments with sticks because i I was a huge fan of dishonored i I loved just about everything about that game and sticks kind of acts like it wants to imitate that it gives you a lot of different abilities you can unlock uh kind of the same way dishonored did and uh, you, you have kind of supernatural powers that you can take advantage of. But yeah, the, the second you get caught in sticks, you uh, are basically screwed. Like you, you are not a lethal force by any stretch of the imagination. And the, how are, how is it handled? Like if I get caught, what, what does that feel like? What, what's the, what's the yeah, interaction so, there? So as soon as you're seen, uh, unless you're playing on the hardest difficulty level, in which case, uh, getting caught is just the end. Uh, you, you can't, you know, go any way other than stealthy, but on a very other difficulty level, uh, the second you are caught, you are, if you're close enough to an enemy, you are basically locked into a one-on-one combat scenario. It's a little bit behind the back, almost like, almost like a punch out kind of thing. Uh, and the dueling system, it's like someone looked at Assassin's Creed or the Batman games and said, well, that doesn't look too hard. We could, we could probably pull that off. And <laughs> we then do just that? totally fell flat uh, because it's, it's a parry system. So it, as, as the enemy swings, you want to hit your own swing button at the proper time so you can block their attack and then if you do that enough times you can kill your opponent uh but the problem is you you really cannot move much at all when you're locked into this combat stance Mm -hmm. and so when it's just a one-on-one battle it's it, it doesn't feel great but you can still if you get the timing right you can escape with your life and win the duel and things are okay if there are two or more enemies around you you are first of all locked into that position with just one guy and you can't escape and then everyone else around you is immediately swinging their swords shooting their crossbows or whatever and you are down within seconds uh you you can't easily run you can't really fight it's just you're you're done you're screwed do you think it would be uh, obviously it's 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 hard to second guess design um you it's it's so much easier as a reviewer to say this worked or didn't work. It, you know, we're not game designers. I, I don't know, you know, yeah, thank God. How, how to fix some. Yeah, right. That would be really hard. Um, this is easy. Um, but do you, do you think it could have been improved by just like removing that entirely? Just saying like this isn't an option. You get caught and that's it. You're done. You, you know, I, I definitely had that thought because definitely a few hours into the game and it's a 20 hour game. Uh, I, I kind of made the decision of I do not want to get caught because this combat mechanic is atrocious. And if I get caught, I'd rather just load my last save rather than even try to deal with it. So uh, on, on some hand, yeah, maybe maybe if they would just at least you know let you try to run instead of locking you into combat and kind of forcing you to fight, uh, maybe that would have been a better option. Um, uh, so... Uh- 
a lot of times when I am uh, assigned a, a game to review, um, there's this, we've talked about it on the show, uh, this moment where I kind of realize what I'm in for. Um, and sometimes when I'm playing a game that I don't end up enjoying and that is, is not a game that I like, I have this like moment where I realize like, oh God, I have to play an entire game of this. Yep. Did you have that with sticks? How long did it take you to sort of crystallize what you, you know, your position on it? Um, I had that moment where I looked over on my shelf and I saw Shadows of, or Shadow of Mordor and I saw all these other great games coming out right now. I thought, oh man, I have to play this instead of those. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that definitely happened. It, it didn't happen right away because uh, I, de- I definitely... You know, you know, it it was awkward at first, but then I, I think about the second mission or so, um, you get you start unlocking abilities and you can make better use of like your invisibility skill and different things like that. And I thought, okay, you know, maybe with these new skills, things are going to open up. I can uh, do some cooler stealth and whatnot. And as I get a little more powerful and get a better grasp of these controls and stuff, you know, maybe it'll just keep getting better. And for a little bit, it kind of did. I was like, okay, this isn't you know as bad as I thought it was going to be, and uh, or I, initially I thought it was going to be great, and then I was disappointed, and then I thought it might be great again. But uh, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a real, real roller coaster, coaster from motion here from yeah. you. Uh, but yeah, so so yeah, I uh, I definitely, especially because it's a very long game, and it's a game that is artificially long in some ways because you actually revisit the exact same maps multiple times so definitely at the halfway mark when it kind of turned around and said all right now you've been through all the maps in the game now go do them again that's i think particularly when i was like oh well when will this just end like i really i don't want to finish the rest of this um stealth is really kind of an interesting genre because um the the, it seems to evolve more and faster uh, than like even the shooter does. I think is 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 a genre where people are still kind of chipping away at it, figuring out like the most satisfying way of of um, making a stealth game and, and and what those the standards of that are. Um, did sticks kind of feel just just outdated in that sense? Did it feel just sort of sort of rooted in the in the past? Absolutely. It, it, it felt old school, but not in a totally charming way. Uh, you, you know, you can look back on some really great stealth games for their time, like the original Thief, or, you know, even go into games like Metal Gear Solid and whatnot. And even though they're dated now, they're still, you know, great. They're still classics. Um, and, and in some ways, Styx feels like a game from that era. It, it kind of felt like an original Xbox game or something in some of the ways that it moved and some of the things that it did. And uh, yeah, like I said, it wasn't a charming kind of nostalgia-filled experience. It was just kind of like, guys, you know, there have been years and years of stealth games now. Like Dishonored and Mark of the Ninja both came out two years ago. Why didn't you learn a few things from them? So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sticks feels the 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 lead of the game is one of those uh, the the that trope of like having the one character that's sort of like streetwise and quote unquote has an edge to them and mm-hmm. and uh, and and in a world full of uh, far more serious and stodgy 
people. Um, did did the uh, did his character connect with you? Did did that? Um, what did you, what did you make of the lead? Uh, I had mixed feelings about him because there there are some cool uh, cutscenes, especially in the first half of the game where Six is actually being interrogated, and so you're kind of seeing how he's interacting with this uh, you know, with, with guards and the people who have captured him and stuff. And the, there's some banter back and forth that makes you kind of think like, yeah, this is a, a cool thief. You know, he he's he's definitely got the better of these guys. And at, at the end, you're going to see he's really got, you know, tricked everybody and it's going to be awesome. And so there were a few moments like that. Uh, but then there are some moments where like he's cursing when I, you know, not that I'm, necessarily morally opposed to cursing but he's just like dropping f-bombs just kind of to sound edgy mm-hmm. and that just kind of turned me off a little bit and yeah uh, kind of like the rest of the game sticks himself just gave me real mixed feelings for a lot of it i i, I didn't i didn't hate him by any means but mm-hmm. uh d- definitely not one of my favorite heroes of video games this year does it have any idea we talked about the the evolution of stealth and how it's constantly sort of learning new tricks Do, is there anything in uh sticks that you hope future stealth games co-op thing ideas you'd like to see uh used again um i don't know about that but uh, one thing i will give sticks a lot of credit for is that through the entire game uh they're they are constantly introducing new enemy types and that's one thing that a lot of stealth games don't necessarily do. You know, they, they kind of they'll introduce new environments, new abilities and stuff, but the enemies stay pretty static. You know, it's just, oh, there's there's humans with guns or whatever, and you're going to find your way around them in kind of the same ways. Uh, whereas Styx actually did have some variation in what, what kind of challenges you'll come across due to the enemies. So mm-hmm. there are some enemies, uh, for example, that are actually bugs that they can't see, so you don't need to worry about walking in front of them when it's when the room is fully lit because they can't see you anyway. But they do have really, really good hearing, so mm-hmm. you it, it it does change how you approach rooms with them in them because you need to worry more about what sounds you're making than whether or not you're visible. And th- there are things like that that it does throughout the game that I I, I did find refreshing and. It helped make it not be quite as monotonous through the 20-hour journey that was Sticks. Uh, so th- that is something that you know maybe more stealth games should look at and take advantage of. I think. Uh, Britton Peel, thank you so much for uh, joining me here on the show. I understand it's your birthday today. Happy birthday! Thank you so much. Uh, and if you want to read Britton's review, you can find it on uh, Gamespot, and just read the whole thing. All the words he wrote. He wrote them for you. Yeah, I spent a lot of time, and I played a really mediocre game, so please. For you. <laughs> so appreciate him. Uh, thank you all to you listening at home. I appreciate it. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so on iTunes or your podcast player of choice. If it's not, if the show isn't showing up where you listen to podcasts, let me know, and I can try to address that. If you want to email us, it's quality at polygon.com. Uh, And your ratings and reviews on uh, iTunes would also be uh, really appreciated. Uh, Britton, what's your uh, Twitter in case people want to follow your your stuff? Uh, It's just at Britton Peel. So B-R-I-T-T-O-N-P-E-E-L-E. And uh, yeah, I'm tweeting way way more often than I should. So find me there. Get over there. Don't miss that scene. Uh, I'm Justin McElroy for Britton Peel. Thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Quality Control.